Welcome to the Creative Cast. I'm your host, Tammy Munson, podcast producer, podcast coach, and CEO of Wildfire Creative. Are you struggling to grow and monetize your podcast? Do you want to learn more about starting your own podcast? Want to learn the secrets of the business side of podcasting? Then you are in the right place, friend. Each episode contains powerful information to help you get started with your own podcast, learn the secrets of building a business, and grow your podcast. All right, y'all, let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Creative Cast. I am your host, Tammy Munson, and I am so excited that you are joining me again this week. So before we go any further, let me address the voice quality issue. Yes, having a little voice issue, the joys of having vocal cord disorder, but it happens when it happens. There's not a lot I can do about it. And part of the reason is I have traveled quite a bit over the last week and a half. So there you have it. So this episode is not going to be super long today because of the voice issue, but it's something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Now, as many of you out there probably will agree that as Christian women, we often feel like we don't measure up. We're not good enough or that we're just faking it and somebody's going to figure that out. I know I've been there too, but here's the truth. We all have something very valuable to share with the world and our stories and our voices deserve and need to be heard. So today I'm taking a look at specifically imposter syndrome and several of the most common critiques. I know this is an issue for a lot of women because I see a lot of my coaching clients and my podcasting clients struggle with this. So before we get into all the all the various things and the strategies on how to deal with them, let's take a look at what is imposter syndrome. Now, it's a psychological phenomenon characterized by persistent self-doubt, inadequacy, and the fear of being exposed as a fraud or an imposter, if you will. Many women who experience this often believe that their achievements and successes are due to luck or some other external factor rather than their abilities and hard work. I once had a client say to me that her success was because she was in the right place at the right time. No, couldn't be further from the truth. She did the thing, she put in the hard work, and her success was a result of that. In my coaching experience, many doubt their skills. They compare themselves to others and they have that fear of being found out as undeserving of their accomplishments. And this imposter syndrome can affect various aspects of our life, including our professional pursuits, creative endeavors, and personal relationships And it can really affect someone's self-confidence and personal growth. And I don't want that for you. If you are someone out there who's listening and you're currently dealing with one of these things, friend, know that you can overcome this. Because at one point in time, I thought all of these things. 
So let's dive into the most common critiques that we tend to hear when talking about imposter syndrome. Okay. The first is I am not good enough. A lot of times I hear this from podcasting clients and they think I'm not good enough to start a podcast. My content isn't valuable. My audience is going to lose interest quickly because I really don't have a whole lot to say. None of that is true because each and every one of us have different unique perspectives and different life experiences that make our content valuable and interesting to others. Now, another popular one, and I don't like to use that word when it comes to this stuff, you know, that's the reality of it, right? Is the, I don't know enough. Well, let me fill you in on a little tidbit. No one expects you to. I mean, it's, it's that simple. We tend to worry about that we'll be exposed as a fraud if we don't know all the answers to all the questions, or if we make a mistake on our podcast, if we quote the wrong scripture. Nobody knows it all. Nobody gets it right all the time. The reality is that it's okay to say, I don't know, or I messed up, or I made a mistake, or that was a big flop. Because that's how we learn and grow is from our mistakes. We don't always remember the things that we did well, but we always remember the things that we didn't do well. And that, those mistakes, teach us the lessons or the knowledge that we need to learn in order to grow, right? Now, this was one that I used to think about all the time. I'm not an expert in podcasting. I don't know all the things because all the things are always changing. But but there's no requirement that says I have to know all the things. Many clients tell me I'm not a real expert because I don't have the necessary degrees or certification to support my claim as an expert. Well, unless you're testifying in a courtroom as a legal expert, you're probably okay because... Y'all know I'm going to give it to y'all straight. So here it comes. Your experience and your perspective makes you an expert in your own right. We can freely share our valuable insights and advice with our audience in your niche. If you are a seasoned special needs parent and you have a podcast on parenting special needs children with brain injuries, friend, you are an expert. You don't need to have a degree or fancy certification to make you an expert in that area. You have more knowledge with that than the people who are just getting started. And so that's what I mean when I say the expert. You're going to have a lot more knowledge than the person who's just getting started. So you don't have to know all the things. A common one that I hear, and this is especially true for my podcast clients who are looking to get more growth with their podcast, is I know I'm not as good as the other podcasters out there that are in my same niche. We often compare ourselves to other podcasters. We've all done it. And sometimes we continue to do it. We fall in that trap. Or we feel that our podcast is not as good as someone else's. We see their whether it's a polished production 
or their big audiences or the industry recognition or awards or whatever it is. And we feel we can never measure up to that. But here's the kicker. Nobody expects you to, but maybe yourself. Because we're all on this journey to to reach a level of success that we determine for ourselves. And we need to focus on our own progress and our own growth rather than comparing ourselves to other people. So if you will fall into this camp, or maybe you're just getting started with your podcast, friend, you cannot compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 13. It's not fair. It's not right. And it's not going to get you anywhere. So don't compare yourself to the others that are out there that have 250 plus episodes under their belt. They've learned a lot of lessons in those 250 episodes that they've implemented. They've grown as podcasters. They have better equipment than maybe when they started. The reasons could be endless. So don't even compare yourself to them. Do the right show for yourself and for your audience. Be the best podcaster that you can be. Now, the next one is one that I think is probably the most insidious and damaging self-critique of all, and it's the I'm the fraud, that we're faking it and that we don't really know what we're talking about and then somebody's going to come along and figure us out. But it could be further from the truth. Unless you're actually frauding people, and if you are, you need to stop doing that because that's just not cool, (laughs) y'all. But the reality is, is that we all have something valuable to share. Our stories matter. They help people. They teach things. They break down walls. And our life experiences, our life lessons, they all deserve to be heard. So you're not a fraud. You do know these things. You know what you've been through. And you can never be called a fraud for that. Now, one of the last critiques that I hear is, I'm so alone in this. I know I'm the only person that feels this way. I mean, we often feel like we're alone when we are in our struggles, right? Whether it's imposter syndrome or whatever it is. We worry that no one else feels this way. I'm the only person that's ever felt this way. And I'm the only person struggling with this. Everybody seems to be able to just get it. They're not struggling like I am. But the thing is, is you're not alone and everyone struggles with things. Everybody has struggles and that's okay. So no matter where you are in this, here are some strategies that I feel work to help you overcome imposter syndrome. That feeling like you're just not good enough, you're a fraud. Any of the critiques that we've talked about here. The first thing I want you to remember is embrace your uniqueness. I want you to recognize your perspective, life experiences, storytelling style that makes you, you. Embrace your voice, your story, and know that it has value. Because remember, Your audience is looking for authenticity and connection. And by being yourself, you're going to attract the right listeners who resonate with your message. That's what they're coming to you for. That's why they listen to your show. Number two, 
I want you to focus on your strengths. So instead of dwelling on your perceived weakness, focus on the strength. Identify the skills and the qualities that set you apart from other podcasters. Celebrate those accomplishments and recognize the progress that you've made. Because the one thing I've learned in life, and I've been through several hard seasons in my 50 years on this earth, building confidence starts with acknowledging and appreciating your abilities. It's that simple. So number three, learn from feedback. Whether it's positive or a little more constructive, feedback is a powerful tool for growth. Ask for feedback from your listeners, your peers, your mentors, and embrace it. Don't be afraid of it. Use it as an opportunity to refine your skills, to grow, to become better. Because we're not always going to do everything perfectly. We are going to fail at times. And that's okay as long as you learn from the failure and you fail fast. So if you haven't ever heard me talk about failing fast before, it's a concept. I learned it from my friend Allie Worthington. I'm not sure where she learned it from, but it's taking the feedback that you get or taking the lesson that you've learned, applying those lessons to the next thing and trying again. And you do it really quickly. You don't dwell on it. You just take, learn the lesson, apply it, move on to the next thing. The other thing I want you to remember about feedback is this, that feedback does not reflect your worth as a podcaster, but look at it as an opportunity to continuously improve and provide your audience better content. So one of the things that I suggest to my coaching clients is that they get feedback from their listeners every 30 to 60 days. What are you doing right? What are you not doing so great? And how can you be better? And the one thing I've noticed, because you guys do this with me all the time, is send me notes about what's not working, what you don't like, what you do like. And we try and incorporate that into the show as much as we can. Because for me and every other podcaster out there, we do the show for the audience. Whether some podcasters want to admit that or not, that is the reason why we do it. Because we want people to listen. We want to be able to share our information, our knowledge, whatever, to the world. And that feedback helps us do that in a much better way. Okay, number four. I want you to practice self-compassion. Give yourself some grace. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding. And everybody has moments of self-doubt. Everybody. Myself included. And it's okay to sometimes feel uncertain of where you're headed or what you're doing or if you're making the right decision. But if you start to give yourself grace in those moments and acknowledging your fears and insecurities while reminding yourself of your strengths and your achievements, it's a win-win. So the one thing I say to clients all the time is treat yourself as if you would treat your friend your best friend facing similar doubts. Would you tell your bestie to do the things that you're telling yourself? I say definitely not. Not just probably not, but you wouldn't. You would support them and make them feel seen 
and say that's not the case at all and you're amazing and you're so talented and all the other things that go along with that. Do the same thing for yourself as well, okay? And number five, find your tribe. Surround yourself with a supportive community. Connect with other podcasters who understand the challenges of this creative journey that we're all on. Because you're going to gain that support, that encouragement, and the inspiration to keep pushing through the self-doubt by surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who are going to lift you up. They get the fears. They get the insecurities. They've been where you are or are currently where you are. So why not reach out to the larger podcast community? The bottom line is this. Remember, the journey of podcasting is about growth and learning and sharing your unique voice with the world. Break through the I'm not good enough block by embracing your authenticity, focusing on your strength, learning from feedback, practicing self-compassion, and cultivating a supportive community. Because friends, you are capable, talented, and deserving of success as a podcaster. I know that you can do this. I don't want any of this imposter syndrome stop you from doing what comes naturally. Sharing your story, using your voice. Because honestly, this is why I do the show. So that you can spend less time worrying about the details and more time spreading your message, your story, So thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode was helpful for you if you are battling imposter syndrome. I hope you have a great week and I will see you all next Monday. Bye y'all.